the Badlands. Explain those Badlands. That's a hell of a name. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to The Brief. Today is Tuesday, February 20th. Gosh, another year just flying by, already almost the end of February. Uh, let's let's say what's up to everybody in the chat. Jimbo, he never catches it live, but he's here today. Welcome. Good morning. Fat Chance, good morning. Cinco, Chris, the bunny, Magravator. It's good to see all of you. PBJ, Chris, Jocks, Jocks. I always want to say Jocks instead of Jacks. I hope that's right. Um, it's more fun to say Jocks. Uh, M. Kathy Lee, Trish, Casey, good morning. Twisted01, good morning. It's good to see you. Uh, Scarfinger and Angie and Whiskey Girl, Crystal Clear, 17. Uh, we've got, I'm going to make sure I don't miss anybody. Tooth Fairy. Oh, the Tooth Fairy is in the chat, you guys. Everybody, uh, make sure you're, make sure you're brushing and flossing. And, uh, that's, that's all good stuff. Bubba Ganush, good morning. It's good to see you. Old guy, 1959. Purple Sky and Stars, Seahawk Mom, Silent Whisper, Maya Bean. It's so good to see you guys. Anna Marie writes, Enlightened Patriot. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. All right. We are going to get into the Badlands News Brief. Yesterday was an, you know, another, another show of, uh, <laughs> of news for us today. But before we do that, let's talk about gold. You've seen the signs, you felt the tremors in the financial landscape, and you know what? It's looking a lot like 2008 all over again. A time when countless Americans watched their retirement savings vanish into thin air. There's a solution that's as tough as we are, precious metals, the guardians against inflation and dollar devaluation. The path to safety is simpler than you might think. Gold Co. offers the white glove treatment, guiding you step by step. You won't need hours, just a few minutes to start securing your future. This isn't a painful process. It's a shield of protection for your wealth. Gold Co. has earned their reputation through honesty, professionalism, and thousands of five-star reviews. Their track record speaks for itself. Open an account with Gold Co. and you could get up to $10,000 in free silver. Now that's an offer you don't want to miss. It's time to diversify and protect your savings like the warriors you are. Visit BadlandsGold.com today. That's BadlandsGold.com. All right. Today, we have the Badlands News Brief. Reminder, this is at badlands.substack.com. It's put out by our, our good friend, my favorite editor, Burning Bright. Uh, if you head over there and subscribe to the Badlands News Brief, please remember to uh, hit the like button over there. And please hit the like button here on Rumble and wherever you're watching us this morning. Uh, it helps us out a, a huge amount. You guys have no idea how important it is to us. For you to smash that thumb. Uh, PJBM says, did you get your primary ballot in the mail? Yes, I did. Did get it uh, a few days ago. All right. First story. Rep Tlaib calls on fellow Democrats to vote uncommitted in protest against Biden and Michigan primary. I love it when they eat themselves. Democratic Representative Rashida Tlaib, an outspoken critic of President Joe Biden's handling of the Israel-Hamas war, 
so we're just calling that a war now, is calling on residents to vote uncommitted in the Michigan primary. Quote, we feel completely neglected and just unseen by our government. If you want us to be louder, then come here and vote uncommitted. Tlaib, the first Palestinian-American woman to serve in Congress, said in a video posted Saturday on X by the group Listen to Michigan. Biden is grappling with a growing with growing dis- discontent within his party over his handling of the conflict between Israel and Hamas as cries of genocide Joe and ceasefire now follow him around the campaign trail. Joe Biden's on the cam- on the campaign trail. Michigan is home to one of the nation's largest populations of Arab, Arab Americans and Muslims and there is concern among Democrats that alienating that key group could hurt the president in a battleground state that was crucial to his 2020 win and is expected to be close again in November. Tlaib, a liberal firebrand who represents parts of Detroit and its suburbs, previously accused Biden of supporting Palestinian genocide and warned Americans will remember how he responded to the war when he's up for re-election. Quote, Mr. President, the American people are not with you on this one, Tlaib said in a November video, adding, we will remember in 2024. Listen to Michigan. The Listen to Michigan campaign is made up of more than 30 Michigan officials who have pledged to vote uncommitted in the state's presidential primary on February 27th to demand Biden support a ceasefire. CNN. Um, All right. See what you guys are saying in here. To... I have to come over here so I can put these up on the screen. Hang on a sec. Tlaib is coloring outside the lines. I'm sure Nancy and Chuck will have something to say about that. Yeah, I mean, where is Nancy is a good question. Is she just uh, ridden off into the sunset with all of her insider training profits? Um, Chuck is, you know, struggling to keep the caucus together, but this is a problem for them. And, uh, I I get into it in the take. This I, I wrote this take, so we'll just we'll we'll get into it and then talk about it more. In yesterday's brief, we talked about Biden's about face on electric vehicles and how that move is hurting his relationship with the pro- progressives and his base. Today, it's Gaza. Representative Rashida Tlaib, Democrat, Michigan, is now encouraging her coalition to vote uncommitted during the state's primary one week from today. The gimmick is intended to show the power of the Palestinian contingent in Michigan sending Biden a message that their support will be outcome determinative for the Great Lakes state in November. In the article, um, it didn't make the the cut of what makes it into the summary in the brief, but it said that they're trying to get, they're, they're targeting to get enough people to vote uncommitted to match the margin in 2020, the margin that, uh, that President Trump won by in 2020. Um... This is another indicator of shifting popular support for SCROTUS. I'm going to sneeze. Oh, and it's gone. Okay. The Democrats at electoral chances rely upon their coalition of radical communists, open pedophiles, climate cultists, and foreign agents standing together with traditional Democrats in November 2024. Yesterday, we saw how traditional Democrats, like union members, are defecting from Team Destroy America and how Biden's moves to woo them back are alienating the climate cultists. Today, Tlaib threatens to pull the foreign agents and radical communists. Biden has already tanked his support with the black communities, so these developments are devastating in a normal political sense, like when they don't steal elections and the will of the people actually matters. Every day, 
The left every day that leftists stay with Joe Biden, as John and others have said, is a day that indicates they're stuck with him. There are no good reasons for Biden to be the nominee, given the current state of the nation and the current state of his base, other than cinematic reasons, of course. So what do you guys think? Let's go over here and see what you guys think. You guys think. Uh, T. Skillet, Michigan calling on residents to take illegals. Biden to announce tax breaks for families to take in illegals into their homes. We know the ending of this story. Do we have a sauce on that? Because if that's been announced, that's amazing. Um, Twisted 01, we have open primaries in Michigan. They will vote Republican intentionally or not vote or vote uh, like turn in their ballot, but don't select a presidential candidate. I don't know. I don't know. It's getting weird out there. Next story. Hillary Clinton wore T skillet. Hillary Clinton needs a life outside of government. That'd be a good headline. Maybe I might steal that as a headline. I'll give you, I'll give you credit if I do. Hillary Clinton warns Trump will seek to withdraw us from NATO if elected. Former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton warned Saturday that former President Donald Trump will seek to withdraw the U.S. from NATO if he wins a second term in the White House. In remarks during a lunchtime panel at the Munich Security Conference, why is this woman speaking around the world? Clinton urged delegates to take Trump literally and seriously as he seeks re-election. We have a long struggle Ahead of us, and the obvious point to make about Donald Trump is to take him literally and seriously, she said. He means what he says, she continued. People did not take him literally and seriously in 2016, and now he is telling us what he intends to do, and people who try to wish it away, brush it away, are living in an alternate, alternative reality. Boy, is that a loaded statement. Clinton, who unsuccessfully ran against Trump in the 2016 presidential election, also warned Saturday that former president will seek to pull us out of NATO. Quote, he will do everything he can to become an absolute authoritarian leader if given the opportunity to do so. And he will pull us out of NATO even though the Congress passed a resolution saying that he couldn't without congressional support because he will just not fund our obligations, she said. NBC News. A couple of things with those um, last two statements. First of all, there is zero evidence that President Trump uh, would be or was an authoritarian leader. We had him for four years. It was amazing. He deregulated uh, where he could. He was the first president, as I've said in the past, to actually um, actually do the things he said he, ca- he was going to do when he campaigned or try to, right? I mean, nobody can say that Donald Trump didn't try to build the wall. The DeSantis people and the neocons will say he had the opportunity to build a wall and he didn't do it. But the American people are not that dumb. We all remember the fight against building the wall it was five billion dollars he asked for now they're throwing trillions around like it's raining and uh they want us to think that 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 biden or that uh, donald trump is the um authoritarian leader the second thing here is trump will not will just not fund our obligations if i'm not mistaken that's the congress's job and it sounds like she's a little bit afraid of uh the next congress can we can can republicans and really, you know, America first more broadly, increase the uh, balance of power in the House. In a normal election year, we should be able to. Everything sucks right now. There is no support for uh, 
little stumbly wumbly Joe. And um, so, yeah, interesting stuff. All right. We've got, I think this is a BB take. Yeah. Uh, BB's take. My favorite deployments in the info war occur, occur when the enemy's narratives converge with our own in a way that makes it virtually impossible to separate the intended effect of each. This week, we've got Hillary Clinton on the PSYOP campaign trail pushing in Munich. That was being in Munich. Oh, she probably is on the campaign trail in Munich. She's probably trying to gin up foreign support to steal the election again. Pushing for more funding for the Ukraine proxy war while doing everything in her considerably lagging power to conflate Donald Trump with Vladimir Putin while warning that Trump will withdraw the U.S. from NATO upon resuming the office he never should have left while implying that he's going to let Russia do whatever it wants should the globalists lose their foothold on the rules-based order. The funny thing is, most reasonable people in the truth community would wholeheartedly agree with Clinton. The difference, however, is that what she sees as dire warnings of the establishment order, we see as the promises kept phase of Trump's original campaign. Heck yeah. You can learn a lot watching things lie. Lately, the enemy is spilling truth. Burning bright. Excellent points. Excellent points. Let's see what you guys are saying about Hillary. We all know, know how much you guys love Hillary. Let's see. Uh, Mag says she's being a Nazi in Munich, like a like a like a cause like a role play thing. Mm, possible. <laughs> IKS nine one two three coffee good. Hello friends. Yeah, uh, coffee is good. I definitely am. Enjoying mine in my Badlands Media cup that you guys can get at the uh, Badlands shop. Head over to BadlandsMedia.tv. I'm wearing a Badlands shirt too, but I don't think you guys can see it. Yelp, 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 yelp. All right. Let's see. Uh, Al Phillips, don't forget to smash that thumbs up button. Yes, please, guys. It uh, is incredibly helpful when you hit that thumb. It is the uh, best and um, free, it's a very free way to support us here at Badlands. All right, let's get into our next story. Cognitive tests for presidential candidates. A good idea, Reagan's daughter says. Former, presidential, uh, former President Ronald Reagan's daughter, Patty Davis, thinks cognitive tests for presidential candidates would, quote, probably be a good idea as voters across party lines have expressed concerns over the ages of public officials. According to multiple polls, some voters are concerned about the ages of politicians. In a recent Ipsos poll, 59% of those surveyed said they thought both President Joe Biden and for former President Donald Trump are too old to serve as president again. And in a similar poll from last November, 77% of respondents said they thought President Biden was too old to remain in office. In a February 19th interview on NBC News Meet the Press, Ms. Davis echoed these concerns, saying cognitive tests for presidential candidates might be a good idea. Quote, I mean, in just what we know about what age can do, it doesn't always do that, but it would probably be a good idea, she said. My father was 77 when he left office after two terms. It seems so young now, doesn't it? The Epic Times. Uh, no, it doesn't seem young. It seems old. S. Morgan, 1965. Thank you so much for the rant. Headline, Hillary admits Donald Trump is a truth teller and keeps his promises. Yeah, I mean, I think that's true, Sean. I think that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what we just saw in that prior story. 
Thank you again for the Rumble rant. Much appreciated. Our take. This take lands on the delta of Q sharing Trump's tweet quoting Reagan, when you can't make them see the light, make them feel the heat. In fact, in the Q post, in the day, before we were given a comparison between JFK, Reagan, and Trump as outsiders threatening the control the deep state had, working hard at establish, worked hard at establishing. It is within this narrative that we are given the notion that ever since Reagan, the U.S. presidency has been controlled. The interim... The interim between Reagan and Trump is what Patty Davis is referring to when she says that our divisions really started because we are all so scared and fear morphs into anger. It just does. It's not sustainable. This is actually pretty deep insight into the sustained operations that have been working on the collective psyche ever since the office of the president became properly weaponized. As it is today, The media was a proper arm of this pseudo-government, keeping the public afraid of wars and threats from abroad at first. 9-11 was about inverting the fear that had been projected out into the world and turning it into a domestic phenomenon as a means of evolving the security state. Once people are afraid for long enough, they become available to massive amounts of influence. These sustained forms of psychological terrorism become the fuel for the political division we see today. We would do well to remember how afraid our political opposition has been made to feel for generations simply about different fears than us. But this phenomenon works both ways. Trump's first presidential victory was terrifying for the deep state, and their fear of him has been palpable ever since. All of their ammunition is spent on him daily. While Trump charges for the office of the president, He is surrounded by an ever-awakening population who have used their anger to get informed about what is really incurring and to challenge it. This sustained campaign of fear targeting our enemies makes them easy to control as well. It's very clear that Trump's boomerang effect has showed itself to be a form of high-level narrative dominance. As Patty Davis pointed out, the cycle of fear and anger simply isn't sustainable. She's right. Our enemies' sustained levels of fear can only push them further into predictable, desperate moves. The true agent of the deep state made it clear long ago that they will never see the light. The great awakening is the heat, and they're definitely feeling it. Simon Esler. It's a good, good, solid take. Let's see what you guys have to say. See what you have to say about it. Jason of TGA, boss seems younger than in 2016 to me. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Uh, he, he, he doesn't seem to age. You know, they show those pictures of like, you know, George Bush when he went into office and then when he came out of office and he looks like he aged like 50 years. Obama as well, Clinton. Um, but President Trump, uh, he seems. He seems kicking it. <laughs> Techno Nana 48, 77 is a state of mind. She's pushing back on the age thing because uh, she's old. That's my mama. Yeah. And she's not, she's not old. She's, mo- she's most mature and amazing and spry and sharp. She would totally make a better president than Joe Biden, my mother. I mean, it's a low bar. Let's be honest. But uh, yeah. If you pay a doctor enough, you will never be found mentally deficient. Twisted 01, I think that's true. I think that's true. Yeah. Uh, all right. 
damn cat got back in here again. Oh, boy. Um, I heard somewhere Trump runs on five hours of sleep. I think that's a... Uh, I think I think I've heard that as well. And I think that that is, um, you know, four four to six hours of sleep, a lot of high performing people target. Um, so, yeah. And then Crystal getting her mom into the fight. Uh, my super base mom would make a much better president as well. There you go, mom. You have some competition for the uh, Badlands mother's run <laughs> for the presidency. And then, uh, where did, where did she go? Oh, it's not coming up in here. So I can't put it up. My mother said you're out of the will and, uh, but it's not, it's not showing up in here. <laughs> Rats. Oh, all right. Let's get back to the news brief. U.S. officials concede no activity surveillance on long-term effects of COVID-19 vaccines. In a February 15th hearing by the Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic, U.S. health officials sidestepped a question when asked about whether the U.S. Food and Drug Administration is actively conducting extended safety surveillance on those who received early COVID-19 vaccines. Rep. Nicole Maliotakis, Republican from New York, asked Peter Marks, director of the FDA's Center for Biologics Evaluation and Research, whether the FDA is conducting active surveillance and if there are any specific health markers they're studying that may signal trends requiring further inquiry. Quote, every time we go through and do the safety surveillance, we start back and it goes back to 2020. In some cases where we're looking for certain things, we might use a different window, but indeed we have to look from the beginning of the period of surveillance. I can turn it over to Dr. Jernigan because he can speak for CDC in that regard, Dr. Marks said. And Dr. Jern Jern Jernigan gets in on it, quote, so with regard to myocarditis, we certainly have been monitoring the issue with various different data systems. I think the most recent data really demonstrates that you're about eight times less likely to get myocarditis if you're vaccinated compared to those that are unvaccinated. Dr. Daniel Jernigan, director of the National Center for Emerging and Zoonotic Infectious Diseases at the CDC responded. This uh, could also in my opinion, be called um, the deep state's R&D function. There is no system in place for long-term vaccine safety surveillance in this country. Ms. Liz Wilner, founded, founder of OpenVares, told the, the Epic Times, the Epic Times, our take. Notice that she doesn't say COVID vaccines or mRNA vaccines when she says there is no system in place for long-term vaccine safety surveillance in this country. Because of open fares, we know with certainty that the people who labeled informed, thus concerned parents as anti-vaxxers and science deniers do not track the long-term impacts of their mandated poisons. This reminds me of when Iceland celebrated eradicating Down syndrome after murdering all the babies with Down syndrome. Trust the eugenics. I mean, science. And if you want to see what I'm referring to there, it is linked in today's brief. Again, that's badlands.substack.com. The under oath testimony in this hearing is even more interesting in light of a recent Canadian study that shows no excess mortality with the timing of COVID, but 17 million total and 160,000 American excess dead people with the timing of the COVID vaccines. Those are genocide numbers. The study is undergoing peer review. 
If it's proven that the science lied under oath, will there be accountability? Probably not, but definitely not if we don't demand it. Tag your legislators in this post and make those demands. It's going to take every one of us. The post um, in that's linked here, and I will. Uh, I'm going to drop this in the chat as well. But for those that are watching on replay, it is in the um, the Badlands News Brief. It's linked in the Take in the Badlands News Brief, and that is the Canadian study. It's a Twitter post with the Canadian study. Um, if you're not on Twitter, you can still go grab the link to that Canadian study and share it with your legislators some other way whether that is uh, uh, Facebook or another social site or email them or call them and tell them about it. Uh, definitely make sure that people understand. This is our, our medical establishment again. And these guys are saying that if you got vaccinated, you are eight times less likely to get myocarditis than those unvaccinated people who are dropping dead suddenly. Right? Uh, no, that's that that doesn't fit with reality. It doesn't fit with the data, and it certainly doesn't um comport with the Canadian study. Uh, Brian and um Ghost went through this Canadian study yesterday on Badlands Daily, and the study is damning. And it shows that the COVID vaccines were responsible for 17 million excess deaths, or at least uh correlated. To 17 million excess deaths. Definitely, you would think that that we would want more information on that, right? We would definitely think that that's something we want to look into. But no, no, our science establishment is telling you that. Uh, what? Well, no. I mean, if you if you got vaccinated, you're less likely to get myocarditis. Tell that to uh, all the people that are dying suddenly. Um, all right, let's hit our second sponsor. And uh, this cat is going to be the death of me. Uh, all right, here we go. Where is our second sponsor? Our second sponsor is Beamish Metalworks. Attention Badlanders, in the heart of Malmo, Minnesota, a remarkable family-led team at Beamish Metalworks is crafting not just metal art, but personalized, timeless masterpieces. Beamlish Metalworks is a class is in a class of its own, pioneering metal on wood creations. Imagine a piece of art that's not confined by generic designs, but is a narrative of your persona, your memories, or your dreams. From the elegance of an office centerpiece to the wild spirit of hunting and fishing scenes, your imagination is the only limit. Dive into the realm of endless possibilities with Beamish customization, where your space becomes a reflection of you with the distinct vibe that only Beamish Metalworks can offer. Beamish Metalworks proudly supports local heroes and events from veterans to fundraisers to law enforcement gatherings, embedding ourselves as a pillar of support and gratitude. Visit Beamish Metalworks today at badlandsmedia.tv slash metal art. That's badlandsmedia.tv slash metal art. And use promo code badlands for 10% off your one-of-a-kind purchase. One more time, that's badlandsmedia.tv slash metal art. Promo code badlands. All right. War expands with massive Israeli airstrikes 60 kilometers deep into Lebanon. The Israel-Hezbollah war is expanding, which was on display Monday as Israel for the first time struck near a large city, which is deep inside Lebanon, far away from the border in the region of Gaza. 
Israeli Defense Fences, IDF spokesman Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari, Hagari, I don't know, has confirmed in a statement that military was behind large airstrikes that rocked a town just south of Sidon later earlier in the day. Hagari said the strikes targeted Hezbollah weapons depots and also served as a response to an explosive laden that st- explosive laden truck maybe I don't know that stuck struck northern Israel previously on Monday. Sidon is the largest city in Lebanon. In the region that was attacked that that was attacked lies at least 45 to 60 kilometers from the Israeli border. So far, the tit-for-tat strikes, which stretch back to early October following the Hamas terror attack on southern Israel, have been confined to southern Lebanon. Fighting has, by and large, stayed to within kilometers of the border on either side. Quote, Israeli jets attacked Sidon on Monday. Israeli media reported, citing the Hezbollah-affiliated Al-Akbar newspaper. Regional media also confirms. The two strikes occurred in the region of Gazia some 60 kilometers from Israel's northern border. Israeli former minister Israel Katz recently repeated a warning to the Lebanese government saying that if Hezbollah isn't removed from near the border, that Lebanon would pay a heavy price. However, Lebanon's army is widely seen as not having the capability to remove the powerful Shia paramilitary group backed by Iran, which would also most certainly set off another civil war. Zero hedge. Our take. One of the strange realizations that settles over one who toils in the winding ways of the info war long enough is that the most emotionally charged narrative deployments, whether based in truth, falsity, or some Hegelian mix of the two, tend to lose their psychological power projection capabilities the longer the string plays out, even when the supposed actuals are escalating rather than de-escalating. We've seen this play out to near completion with the Ukrainian proxy war as a growing portion of the public has graduated from the Ukraine fatigue to active distrust of anything associated with it in a much more rapid about face than the tenor of fifth generation warfare we saw during the Bush and Obama administrations. Whatever the actual situation on the ground, the Israel-Gaza crisis is continuing to visit catastrophic narrative consequences on the establishment attempting to make it the new current thing. We need to devote funding toward on one side or the other, exactly which seems to change depending on the politician on the other side of the headline. Spoiler alert, it's both. We're funding both sides. Thereby revealing the men behind the war machine curtain with more each passing day. Burning bright. So um, just before, it was like a couple weeks before, a month before, um, they the, the Biden administration announced kind of a blank check for Palestine uh, for the Palestinian people. This is before October 7th, uh, you know, commitment to give them everything that they want and need their whole hearts desires. Um, and then October 7th happened. And it was real. That was that was very close um, before October 7th. And uh, then October 7th happened. And then it was, you know, we have to give the Israeli people, the Israeli government, the Israeli security forces, everything that they need. So we are full on in the Biden administration within, you know, one to two months of each other funding both sides of this war. And as you can see in the first story we did with Rashida Tlaib, it's kind of ripping our people apart. It's kind of, you know, promoting a lot of division, a lot of... uh 
um, protest activity in uh, the states. But of course, it's an election year. So that helps, doesn't it? Allegedly. All right. We have bonus items. What are you guys? What are you guys saying about that last story? Let's check it out. Oh, I like this one. This goes back to the COVID story. Viruses are just poison exposure. I think there is a lot of that going on. Um, and if Patrick were here, he would uh, heavily object. This cat is being crazy, you guys. Bouncing all over the room like he's on catnip. I didn't give him any catnip. He's just acting like he's on catnip. Uh, <laughs> Kitty says, my mom would be better than Joe, and she passed in 1996. I mean, she's probably more conscious and able to carry a sentence. Um, let's see what else we got. COVID tests aren't reliable fact. There's never been a real COVID test fact. They recalled all the, the, that was two other people talking here. I'll throw those up so you guys can see it. Twisted 01, COVID tests aren't reliable. D's salty nuts. Uh, there has never been a real COVID test. And just a reminder, at the end of 2022, they recalled, I believe it's 2022. It might've been 2021. I think it was 2022. They recalled all those PCR tests that they were using to uh, to, te to to provide all the, all the data for how many COVID cases there were. All right. Davos is the devil's birthplace. Maybe. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of evil places. Can I, can I interest you in a city state? Can we talk about Vatican city or maybe the city of London or, you know, much closer to home, Washington, DC. All right. See what else we got. Hmm. There it is. And that's the real answer. I think Judy French nails it. That is the real answer is that uh, the, the, the Mick is going to Mick and the imperialism of the military industrial complex, the uh, drive to expand democracy. And what we now really know is when they say that they're spreading democracy around the world, what they really mean is stealing elections in opposition to the will of those people groups. If those people groups uh, will doesn't align to the imperialist objectives of the military industrial complex. That's what we get. Uh, but, you know, then they'll tell you, but, but they'll slap a, they'll slap a democracy on that. You know, like this, 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 uh, this drone is brought to you by democracy. These missiles that we're dropping uh, all over other parts of the world, they're brought to you by democracy. It's pretty sick when you think about it. And that's, I mean, that's my whole life. My whole life of foreign policy has been watching uh, you know, one side or the other drop, drop bombs in the name of democracy and steal elections in the name of democracy. It's pretty sick stuff when you think about it. Before we get into the, uh, the bonus items, let's talk about angel paste. Angel paste is the best lotion that the world has ever known. It is made only of food-grade plant oils. The testimonials are incredible. We're hearing that age spots are fading. Eczema and psoriasis are being made better. Sunburns are being prevented. And if uh, not prevented um, because you forgot your age pace, they're being healed and so much more. 
this is because Angel Paste contains everything that your skin wants and none of the corporate poison that you find in almost everything else. The Valentine's Day gift boxes may be sold out, but don't worry. You can now buy Angel Paste Rose-Infused Miracle Cream individually, exclusively, by using the link www.badlandsmedia.tv slash angelpaste. Make sure you use promo code BADLAND to pry a dollar from Patrick's hands. Rose is projected to sell out faster than vanilla, so get your Rose Angel Paste now at badlandsmedia.tv slash angelpaste and use promo code BADLANDS. If you get three or more bottles, you get free shipping. Angel Paste, your skin will drink it up. It's badlandsmedia.tv slash angelpaste, promo code BADLANDS. And uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Angel Paste. I know you guys um, are all shocked to hear that. Uh, but I was, you know, I felt, a, I felt a little bit better on Saturday night's Devolution Power Hour when John asked Patrick what the next scent of, uh, of Angel Paste is going to be for March. And Patrick said, I can't tell you, made me feel a little better because obviously we ask him every time, uh, both me and the chat on this show, we're constantly trying to, uh, trying to get Patrick to let us know what the next scent is. He was talking coconut for a while. And then he did this thing where he said he knew what it was, but he wasn't going to tell us yet. And then on Saturday night, he said that they've kind of backtracked off of what they knew it was. So very, uh, very exciting that we're going to be getting a new flavor of angel paste. And nobody knows, nobody knows except for those in the angel kingdom, the angel paste kingdom, uh, <laughs> Down in Spring, Texas, um, they know. But, uh, yeah, we don't know. Magravator says, and uh, Patrick, I hope you're, hope you're listening, because I agree with Mags on this. No, coconut is summer. March deserves flowers. I think, I think, that's, uh, I think that's good. All right. WS84 says, vanilla. We already did vanilla. We have vanilla in December and January. And I do love it. The vanilla is good. I'm almost actually out of uh, vanilla angel paste, which is a bummer. All right. Bonus items. Medvedev threatens Berlin, London, and Washington with nuclear retaliation if Russia is to return to 1991 borders. How close is Berlin to Munich? Dmitry Medvedev, deputy chairman of the Russian Federation Security Council, has threatened the United States and Europe with nuclear war if Russia is turned to its recognized borders from 1991. Quote, and now for the main question, do these idiots truly believe that the Russian people will simply swallow such a consequential partitioning of their country that we will all think, unfortunately, it happened. They won. Russia, as we know it today, no longer exists. It is unfortunate, of course, but we must continue to live in a country that is collapsing and dying because a nuclear war is far worse for us than the death of our loved ones, children, Russia. And that the state's leadership, led by the Supreme Commander-in-Chief of the Russian Armed Forces, would be hesitant to make decisions in this case. Hear me out. It will be totally different. The collapse of Russia will have far worse consequences than the outcome of a conventional, even long-term war. Because attempting to return Russia to its 1991 borders will only lead to one outcome, to a global war with Western countries, utilizing our entire strategic arsenal, 
in Kiev, Berlin, London, and Washington. For all the other beautiful historical sites which have long been included in our nuclear triads attack goals. We will have enough guts for this if a thousand-year-old country, our great homeland, is on the verge of extinction and the sacrifices made by the Russian people over the centuries are in vain. Will we have enough guts for this? The answer is obvious. Yahoo News. Interesting. All right. You guys aren't paying attention. Apparently we're going just, we're, we're doing, we're doing angel paste flavors. So, uh, we've got patchouli. I like patchouli. I keep, uh, asking him to do patchouli, patchouli, but he, uh, he, I don't think he's going that way. We've got peony, freesia, lavender, cherry blossom, gardenia, honeysuckle. That's a nice one. Uh, almond cherry, another nice one. That's a good one. Rosie's doubling down on a uh, honeysuckle. Cujo wants some aqua velva angel paste. So, you know, that's fun. Um, oh, good question. Flying storm. When does Fanny case start again? So on the, um, so just the news has a Trump trials roundup thing that they're tracking all the moves in all of the different cases, including the Fanny case and the um case so in the tr- in the hearing last friday the judge said you know we have to come back to finish th- this thing out they need to do their summations there's potentially going to be additional cross examination of mr bradley depending on what happens in the in camera re- review just the news is saying that that um that in camera review meeting might happen on wednesday of this week that'll be private we won't be able to see that um but I was under the impression that that was happening, at least that he was interviewing Mr. Bradley on the matter after the hearing on Friday. That's what it sounded like. When they ended, They he basically said, is your client still here? Let's go back and talk. So that's when I thought that was happening. But in that um, hearing, the judge said Friday or sometime next week, meaning this coming Friday or sometime next week. Um, so we'll see. And we will definitely bring it to you guys when it comes back. But. Uh, we're not we're not there yet. It's interesting to me that most of the mainstream establishment, uh, you know, mainstream media, all the legal analysts, um, a lot a lot of folks, even in the truth community, are are saying they think that Fannie is going to be allowed to continue in the case, which I find just astounding. That would never hold up in an SEC audit. You would never be able to have that level of the perception of impropriety and conflict of interest and outright corruption and allow that person to continue in charge of a matter that involved the public trust. So I'm really hoping that, uh, that the, you know, whole of the establishment is wrong and we actually see some real justice because the idea that Fanny can stay in charge of this case is, uh, it's yeah. It's really, it's really sad. All right. We need to, uh, we need to, we need to discuss your definition of fun equities. Although that was, that was, I mean, we have to rediscuss mine then too, because that was so much fun. That Fanny trial. All right. WikiLeaks founder Assange starts final UK trial, UK legal battle to avoid extradition to us on spy charges. Julian Assange's lawyers will begin their final UK legal challenge on Tuesday to stop the WikiLeaks founder from being sent to the United States to face spying charges. 
The 52-year-old has been fighting extradition for more than a decade, including seven years in self-exile in the Ecuadorian embassy in London and the last five years in a high-security prison. Assange's attorneys will ask two high court judges to grant a new appeal appeal hearing his last legal roll of the dice in Britain. If the judges rule against Assange, he can ask the European Court of Human Rights to block his extradition, though supporters worry he could be put on a plane to the U.S. before that happens. Judges Victoria Sharp and Jeremy Johnson could deliver a verdict at the end of the two-day hearing on Wednesday, but they're more likely to take several weeks to consider their decision. This hearing marks the beginning of the end of the extradition case, as any grounds rejected by these judges cannot be further appealed in the UK, bringing Assange dangerously close to the extradition, the press freedom group Reporters Without Borders said. AP News. Donald Trump to challenge Judge Angeron's fraud definition. Donald Trump is to challenge the Judge Angeron's definition of fraud that led to a $355 million judgment in the former president's New York trial. Because of course he is. Everybody thinks that this is a ridiculous ruling. Even leftists are out there who are looking at their own business portfolios and going, holy crap, this is a terrible. The case raises serious legal and constitutional questions regarding fraud claims and findings without any factual fraud. Chris Keis, Trump's principal lawyer in the case, told Newsweek. Asked about the timing of the appeal, Keis said it will depend on many factors, so it's hard to say at the moment, but in any event, it will fall within the 30-day clock that is allowed by the court. Keis accused New York Attorney General Letitia James and Judge Angeron of trying to run Trump out of New York and said it was bad for the city. Newsweek. All right, now we have a couple minutes. And I want to check something really quickly that I meant to check this morning before the show and see, okay, the court will release an order list. We've got an order list, I think. This, the court will release an order list. Here we go at 9.30. If there's anything in here about Anderson versus Griswold or what is Trump versus Anderson, I think right now, there's a lot of orders in this, you guys. I'll drop this in the, uh, oh, here we go. Donald Trump versus Anderson. Let me share my screen. So this is kind of like breaking. It just dropped 18 minutes ago. Here we go. All right. So you can see right here. Donald Trump versus Anderson, Norma Anderson at all. The motion of the United States Justice Foundation and Policy Issues Institute for leave to file a brief as Amici Curie out of time is denied. The motion of Chris Sevier to also. Uh, for leave to intervene is denied. So that just means they're not going to allow other folks. See if there's any other anything on there. No. Okay. So they've just, so that's all they've done on the case. And this orders list is uh, 
that they've denied a couple of uh, Amici's. So they have not, in fact, ruled on the case. That's a bummer. I was really hoping they would rule before the primary. Uh, Kitty says, Ash is the only one who would describe Angel Paste scent as a flavor. I'm quite certain I am not the only one that would describe an Angel Paste scent as a flavor. But um, I, I do recognize that we are probably a, uh, a minority a minority group in that respect. Hey, do me a favor, guys, and smash the, uh, the thumb. It uh, helps us out a huge amount. And uh, finally, before we head out of here, if you are looking for more ways to support Badlands, give me just a second so I can pull up Badlands and screen share. You guys aren't just looking at me. Here we go. All right. If you are looking for more ways to support Badlands, you can head over to badlandsmedia.tv and click on the support Badlands button or go straight to badlandsmedia.tv slash boost. You can now give a Badlands boost, which is just like a rumble rant, only better. And it's better because it stays. So you can see on all these shows we've got these boosts and the message they're like and it's like our message board and they stay up on the uh the um up on the page even after the show is over rumble rants they uh they disappear and um you know these these stay they don't disappear uh so that is that is great oh that was one for the brief check this out we've got spunky patriot 1776 for the brief five days ago, totally missed this one. That's on me. So sorry about that. Greetings from the communist state of Colorado, Colorado Springs. Love you both. Is there a way to set up a monthly recurring boost? I don't know, but I am going to snag that and ask the question. I do know that we just got, um, we just got, uh, special event coverage showing up as a Badlands boost. Um, option. So we didn't have that before. February 16th, Big Nanny 01 on Why We Vote. Uh, thank you so much for that boost. If you're watching now, we will definitely uh, cover this on this Friday's Why We Vote as well. The thing, the one thing about boosts is that they don't come in immediately. It's not like instantly. You have to, um, it's like a few hours after the fact. Uh, but Ash and Cancon, I appreciate your coverage of the Fannie Willis trial. Keep up the good work. Had to put this here since John Harold doesn't have a special event as an option on the boost page. And that is um, exactly why we've just added the special event. It was because of Big Nanny wanting to leave this um, this boost. And so now we have, I believe, up here. Let's see here. See what we got. Badlands Daily on the days. And there should be special. Yep. Special coverage right there. Um, so see, you guys, when you have uh, feedback on how this stuff works, we take that into consideration 100%. So you can also shop America First Companies at the Badlands Shop. With every purchase, you'll be supporting a Badlands Media, both Badlands Media and an America First business. That goes for our incredible sponsors for this show today. It goes for Gold Co., for um, Beamish Metalworks, and of course, Angel Pace. You can also hit the uh, the Badlands Merch Shop and get the the mugs or the shirts, uh, there's hats, there's tote bags, there's sweatshirts, there's all kinds of amazing, uh, amazing stuff. And so, uh, definitely check that out. 
And um, finally, don't forget to become a Badlander. Let's see if I can pull that page up here real quick. You go to badlandsmedia.tv and you click on connect and then be a Badlander. You come over here and you can register. This kind of makes you, makes you a part of our street team. You get, um, uh, you know, clips and uh, printables, flyers, sticker printables, um, all that kind of stuff, and kind of help us be our help, help be our street team and help us get our message out there, get more eyes on to uh, Badlands Media and to the brief in particular. Um, and then obviously, guys, by all means, please smash the thumb, help us climb up that leaderboard and uh, and and get more. Let's get more eyeballs on Badlands Media. Let's get more people uh, defecting from the mainstream narrative and, uh, you know, starting to battle with us alongside us, shoulder to shoulder with us in the information war. A lot of that depends on you guys. And so um, we appreciate you guys so much more than you can more than you can possibly know. Uh, I will be back here tomorrow with Patrick and then I will be joining Brian on um, Badlands Daily tomorrow. But today, I believe if I'm not mistaken, it is uh, Brian and Absolute 1776 will be coming up at five, in five minutes on Badlands Daily. Oh, wait, did I get back in the will? Somebody, somebody said I got back in the will. Saltine Cracker says I'm back in the will. Oh, nice. I thought I, I get I get taken out of the well pretty regularly, you guys. Um, but that would be that would be very exciting if I did if I did by the end of the show get back in the well. Thanks, guys, for advocating for me with uh, with my mom. All right, guys, uh, one more time, please smash thumb and uh, head over to Badlands Daily. I'll see you guys in the chat over there, and I'll see you guys back here on the brief tomorrow. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us and don't forget to hit the thumbs up on this video. And a special thank you to all of our advertising partners. Please remember to shift your dollars to support those businesses that support Badlands Media.